Hello and welcome to a brother's podcast. Brother's podcast. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, another welcome to another installment of a brother's quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. <laughs> God damn it, Jake. Uh, no, I was just thinking. I was like, how can we throw in there that it's a special episode? Maybe by the simple fact that it'll actually be written down on the description. Very special Star Wars episode. That or that or or I'm workshopping Star Wars Two Electric Boogaloo, but that's just because we already had a Star Wars episode. What was it? Three episodes ago? <coughs> three or four episodes ago? You could, how about Wars? how about just ABQ Star Wars Two Electric Boogaloo? Oh, Jake, that's awesome. My work here is done. Nice. Okay, so today is going to be our special Star Wars episode, and I'm going to start before we talk about anything. I highly recommend not listening to this episode if you haven't seen Star Wars yet. Because we are just going to be talking about it, and when you're actively talking about one thing, not just the concept, but the actual movie, you are going to spoil it. There is no way you can't talk about it fluidly without spoiling things. And since we've both seen it, if you haven't seen it, put this on the shelf, get your sloppy ass out there, and go watch Star Wars The Force Awakening. Awakens. Did I say Awakening? Son of a bitch! Okay, but before we do that, got a little bit of weird things that I noticed last night, Jake. So, I was looking through our Twitter account, alright? Okay. And we finally made it, Jake. We finally made it. One of our followers, yes, just one, because we're not that known. Because, you know. Reasons. Yeah. One of them is a porn bot. I saw that. We have a porn bot as a follower. That officially means we have made it on the social media game, Jake. What we had a we had a beef we had internet beef. <laughs> internet beef. Beef with the biggest biggest air quotation marks imaginable. Little bunny foo foos all around it, which is the only reason we have as many views of as we do, because that got us about two hundred in four days, Jake. And that's also another thing. Didn't hit five hundred. That close. When I checked it, uh, as at midnight last night. We were at 468. Yeah, we it's were like 32, 32 away, Jake. Yeah, we were we were so close to reaching the 500 before years end. But you know what? Close I'm not only gonna, counts I'm, horseshoes and hand grenades, bud. In this, because guess what? We had we have not shopped this whatsoever. It's true, we haven't. It has only been gone through. Uh, the only advertisement has been word of mouth. And the other thing I noticed is. Gotta love the fact that we are paying for this service because I just tried. I tried googling us last night. Nice. The very first thing is Stitcher. The very second thing is Stitcher. <laughs> the very third thing is Bibleverse. And apparently, there's a Daniel Dixon book or movie or something called "Because of a Brother's Quarrel." <laughs> Followed by our Facebook, which I completely forgot we had one. Yeah, I still need to tweak that. Then a cocktail o'clock, brothers quarrel. Ooh, we have a. There's a drink. Let's see what a drink of brothers quarrel is. It's probably foo foo. Oh, and you guys should know that. Yeah, the heat's on again, and you'll understand why. Because I'll explain to you what happened today in a minute. So just give me a second. Uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon. Nice with uh, the Germain. Just Germain. No Tito. Wait, wasn't Germain one of the Jacksons? Yeah. Okay, good. That'd be really weird. Uh, some ginger and pineapple juice. Bourbon, dude, that sounds gross. Bourbon and ginger sounds nasty. 
Bourbon and pineapple juice sounds gross. Well, that actually seems like it would work because they're both bitters and be a super bitter right. See, that's why bourbon and Dr. Pepper work well together is because they're both bitter. Because you're Pineapple 13? juice is not a bur- because you're 13? Is not bitter like Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper <clears throat> isn't bitter. Yeah, it is. No, you know what Dr. Pepper is, Jake? It is sugar. Industrialized sugar made liquid and then a couple not spices thrown in. That's not bitter, Jake. And finally, after one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven entries, we have our Podbean address. That, oh, followed by more Bible verses. All right, let's see what this Bible <laughs> verse is. Let me see. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like bars of a castle. Thank you, Proverbs. That was stupid as hell. Okay, apparently it's a couple or something. I don't know. Oh, well. Ain't important. Ain't important at all. Nope. Abandon uh, all hope, ye who enter, because this is spoilerific. Yes, yes, it very is. Uh, all right, Jake, I'm going to take you on a little journey, okay? It's this morning. I'm up at 7 o'clock because life is great. I was up at 7 o'clock because I had to be at work, but... Yeah, but you were in bed at 10. No, we went to bed at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock last night. Anyway. All right, and... Decide, you know what, F it, since we're going to have a Star Wars day, go down to the theater. How busy was it? It was a little busy. I'm not surprised. Biggest problem is the fact that it was two goddamn degrees outside. It was cold, Jacob. It was cold walking to that theater. It was quite, quite Which theater cold. did you go to? The one down the hill, the Cinemark, and the mall. Oh, at the mall? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man, it was... Okay, so my so that's why the heat's on. You're still gonna hear the heat because it's still balls cold. My uh, my car where for some reason it's all jacked up and it only wants to show Celsius instead of Fahrenheit. Two different times today, or well, not just today, but yesterday also, it was showing negative seventeen degrees Celsius, and at one point it was like uh, minus seventeen and a half in between Bountiful and Centerville on Legacy. Dude, there was fog yesterday morning along Legacy. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Nice. Anyway, but it's cold. So, yeah, it's the things you do for Star Wars. And it was one of the bad viewings. One, the audio was slightly off. And I hate it when that happens. As someone who loves dubs, who will watch something or watch a dub and not worry about it, it's just when it's everything is slightly off, one, it pulls you out. And two, if I go to a movie that I absolutely want to see... Now, if I'm just seeing a movie to see a movie, I don't care. Because, you know, talk about, have fun with it. Who gives a shit? But if it's something that you want to get lost in, that you want to have full tunnel vision and get lost in watching this movie, people shouting huzzah constantly is stupid and annoying and pulls you right the hell out. Like, Were people actually doing that? Yes! I can understand the, the first showing... The midnight showing where all the super fans are there and they're there for the experience of watching it. With a bunch of other Uber nerds. Yeah. I get it then, but when it rolled, woo! Woo! Clap, 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 clap. No. No. And then when it showed Han, like, woo! It was like, dude, guys. At the end of the duel they even did, it was like, okay, now I'm out of this awesome scene that I was watching. Thanks, bruv. So before we get into it, taking out Civil War, what was your favorite trailer? They all sucked. I thought that Zootopia looked hilarious. I've seen that trailer eighty fucking See, times. See, but I haven't because you go to eight, no, you go to eighty times more don't. movies than I do. I barely watch movies now. 
I thought that trailer was hilarious. I saw the sloths the, and I automatically thought of you. I, oh, I always, yeah, because sloths yeah. are awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think of, oh, the Star Trek one. I think I might actually get upset at this movie too, as much as I got upset at two. Because, just because of that last scene in the trailer where they're jumping to meet each other, okay? And he's freaking getting, uh, getting transported. So he grabs her, so she gets transported too. You don't have to make sure that you're touching hands for her to be teleported, all right? You know what you do? Two to beam up. You beam her the shit up. Okay? You don't have to have physical contact with somebody to beam them up. And I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in Next Gen, a couple times they beamed out of people's grips. So, it may be different in the actual movie. It may be different in the actual movie. I will say that. But dear sweet crap, that drove me insane. And yeah, and again... You probably don't give two shits about it because you're not you don't you don't nearly like it as much as I do and yeah but it just it got it was like man and then the Avengers one I always find or the Civil War one I found kind of dumb it's like but he's my friend I was your friend when when were they friends he spends his entire time mugging to the camera and making fun of him that boy has a weird idea of friends yep oh although I do find it funny hilarious. That is like, do you remember who I am? And his first thing is like, I remember your mom. <laughs> How weird. Your mama, son. It's like, I remember your mama, kid. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, so grew up on the New York Times side, the New York crime side. No, that was forced. That was, that was so forced. That was forced. That well, was, then it fits the theme. That was so forced, Yahoo will bend itself over backwards not to say what it actually was. Oh, yeah. Have you read... Okay, I just saw something on uh, Facebook when uh, Cosby got arraigned when he's, you know, officially charged and whatnot. Alleged aggravated indecent assault. Apparently, this is fancy rich person speak for rape. And the worst part is, is you know they worded it like that, so they didn't get sued. Well, that's one of the things, like, I get it, but... It also sucks so bad whenever you're listening to the news or anything and they're talking about a possible crime and they always say, you know, they're allegedly... I can understand having to say alleged. But it's still a pain in the it ass. It is. It is beyond, but that's just simply... But that also is in... It's indicative of the fact of innocent until proven guilty. So you have to... You have to accept that even when, you know... Everybody and they mama tell you, <laughs> but yeah, it, that's what I uh, I appreciate about uh, Rome is if it's somebody who obviously done something wrong, he'll say what it was, and at the end he's like allegedly, and so he's got a real sarcastic allegedly that he throws out there, and I, that one I don't mind as much because at least it's somebody else kind of indecent assault, alleged. That is the most. I'm not even talking about the alleged part. The fact that they worded rape like that is so fucked up. Oh yeah, he he drugged and fucked a bunch of people who had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, that's what he did. There is no way you should be saying that in a way that does not flat out tell you how disgusting the human is. Oh, that shit was so dumb. So Star Wars. <laughs> so let's talk Star Wars. Let's please talk about something fun. Yeah. First things first, let's talk about that opening crawl. I don't know about you... But it kept bugging me. There's something that bugged me out through the entirety of the movie, Jake. Okay, so the First Order 
is just that. It's an order. It's a group of people wanting to bring back the strength of the Sith Empire. The people opposing them are the Resistance? How are you resisting something that isn't in power? Technically, it's oppression in that aspect. Well, I think it's more like just resisting an opposing force. But, but, they're wanting to call it the Resistance because in the first movie it was the Rebel Alliance. That is the dumbest reason to call something something. And it is, it is, okay, call a thing something there. You old (laughs) so-and-so. Something something. Um, But, uh, it is the Republic. Now, they do say something around the end of it. That for some reason the Republic isn't backing it officially, which doesn't make sense. This is the new Republic that just got built from the ashes of a oppressive, because you know, technically movie universe, you don't really see much oppression going on from the Empire. Just yeah. a lot of blowing shit up. From but those were rebel stuff, but so it's understandable. Great show of force, big stick, all that jazz. Yeah, so why Yes. Sorry. <laughs> but if you want to call it something else, like Vanguard, something like that, because I can understand it being the first, well, technically the first wave of, def- you know, of blocking, of disrupting, and stopping the rise of the new empire. I get that, but it's not a resistance. I okay. If they explain that the new order was a set of planets, and the resistance was a group of people from those planets who didn't want it to happen, then it's a resistance. Then I completely understand it, because it's people resisting what's happening to their system. But the fact that it literally is an arm of the Republic, and they're calling it a res- oh, it's just one of those like weird little things that gets in your head and just will not gurg. Okay, I, I speak. It never bothered me. Jackass. I was going to say, it's one of those things that it just... But then again, I've seen it once, and you've seen it how many times? Two. Oh, I thought you'd yeah. seen it three. No, no, today's two. I might actually be seeing it a third time again soon, but... And I don't think I'll probably go see it a second time Until in the it theaters. Comes out. Yeah. I understand that. But... I just mainly wanted a recap, because you saw it yesterday. Wednesday. Or Wednesday. Yeah. That's why I wrote down the notes. We went to dinner at Chili's afterwards. I oh, was yeah. sitting there writing uh, down You have notes. no idea how much I was hoping there was nobody in there, so I could just take some notes and stuff on my phone. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, that, that's something I didn't notice that really. The one thing that was bugging me was not knowing the time frame. Like, from the end I to where... I actually like that. That's, that's one of the things that just kind of bugged me, because when you're trying to figure out who Ray is, like, does she have a connection to, like, Luke? Or... Uh, some people are saying she's a Kenobi, which doesn't really make sense. There's also the off chance that, heck, what if she is their other kid? What if it's simple fact that, well, Han was gone, and because of all yeah. this, you know, Leia didn't see her till the end, and there was no real see, revelation. that's what made me wonder if that it was... maybe it was, yeah. That just that end, but... Uh, but that was also them consoling each other over the fact that literally she just went off like a house on fire, dude, with this dude. Just perfectly in sync. And then it's like, hey, he actually offered me a job. He finds, he finds value in me. Holy crap, father figure, woot woot, and then Captain Emo runs him through. Yeah. Then the do you remember the cartoon for Aladdin? You remember how that, how there was that villain that looked exactly like Aladdin but pale? Yeah. That's what Kyle Ren <laughs> looks like. See, for me, um, that was one of the points I wrote down. I'm totally okay with like the the. 
the new start to a Jedi Order being a kick-ass female. Totally okay with There's that. There's no problem with that whatsoever. And I, I honestly think they're going that Finn is going to also be one. Mm-hmm. Because why else would would Captain Emo just He'd stop? He'd be more like the Jedi Knight type where it's just kind of that Oh, no, no, no. I would love it if it was branch. just sensitive. He never actually develops. Because you can do two things with it. One, it could be someone who, hey, he's not as good as everybody else. That doesn't mean he isn't good. He's not worth a damn. He just doesn't have the exact same skills as this person. Or... If she goes so leaps and bounds over him, he gets kind of really, you know, angry and upset over it. And of course, and of course, Snopes tries to take him over to whatever. And so that's the third episode is him battling with that. Because think about that. He starts as a tool of the Empire of the First Order and breaks that brainwashing. And he ends again, them trying to take over his mind yet again and breaking that a second time, proving that he is probably the better of all the Force Sensitives because, what, Vader decided to... He, he didn't even turn good. He just didn't want his kid to get killed by a guy. Yeah. That's not really shunting off mind. the Sith perspective, yeah. okay? He still used brute force to stop it. He tossed him down a freaking hole. That would, honestly, twice, twice he denied them. Tossing a third one, and the Empire would be Jesus, Okay? And cockadoodle thrice, he will deny them. <laughs> that would have been so, that'd be so cool. But see, I like how they're setting it up because it seems like Ray, after after all that, she's not going to have that chance of being seduced to the dark side. I think. Oh so, no, that, that that kid seems way too why, stubborn to be. But no, seduced. after after seeing like Han and all of that, and then the fight with Kylo. Well, here's the thing. And, but see. And not just the, the actual physical seduced fight, to but the dark side and seduced to the first order to follow the first order is two different things, Jake. The Sith are not the only like if you're if you're on the if you're darks you have to be Sith. But no. see, I don't think she she would go with either one actually. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, but the force fight that her and Kylo Ren has whenever that she, was so that cool. was the best part of the movie, like. To me, it was it was a scene that was just so stretched down, or just so kind of stripped down. We'll get to and, my favorite one. Oh, but, and it was reminiscent of the original fights. There were no giant flips. It was just two people. It was emotional fights, which is why the fight in freaking Empire is amazing. And no matter how much I love Empire in general, the best lightsaber fight, in my opinion, is the one on that freaking bridgeway or on that little causeway or whatever, whatever the crap they were on in the new Death Star on in return. That was just pure unbridled emotion. It was so cool mm-hmm. because it was all show don't tell. Cuz I still kept waiting show, for like tell. Jedi leaps and everything else but during no, it, but the closest thing they got is when she ran up the walls and jumped over, which is just terrain fighting. Yep. Okay, I don't know why she didn't win right then cuz she had the high ground. <laughs> Fucking but, but no, um, you know that was that I, probably it's a, yeah. I would still say that was probably my favorite, just in the movie itself. Yeah, um, we'll get to mine in it when we get to it. But uh, no, just because you kind of see that slow evolution of her realizing, and then when uh, as if her hearing those voices whenever and, it, and it everything whenever sense. she okay. touched Luke's lightsaber. First time looking at the fight, you think like, oh. She just magically got better. It's like, no, she stopped and she centered herself. She actually started listening to the Force. She let herself 
be the vessel for whatever the force is. Instead of thinking. Instead or of trying to fight, and... she let the fight happen. She let what needed to be needed to be, and you know, like like a freaking like like a stone in the in the uh, river. Just let the let it let the current go around you. Let every let let it be a moment that's happening, and let it just wash past. Yep. And then she went full on ape shit on him, dude. Although I'm was... getting sick of Sith with face things. Well, and that's the thing is, <laughs> glad you mentioned that because with the mask on, the character sounds so much better. You take the mask off. Oh god, and... yeah. It's like, hi, hi, I... my name's Kylo. How are you guys? That dude has such pouty lips. Oh, I know. Oh, He's got full Julia and, Roberts. And of- Soraya didn't notice it. I was like, dude. Oh, you can't seriously. Not. Oh, it's just his. Everything is so close. Oh, all these low angles, right up. Like, right, oh god, they are so huge. Oh, you can't not see them. It's like, oh, who's the cutest little Sith Lord? Who just needs a hug? And that's the thing. Is like. With the mask on and everything, I kind of bought the character more. Now, whenever he took the mask off and in scenes like with that force battle between him and her, like that whole battle of the wheels kind of thing, I actually thought the dude done a really good job of emoting like his facial Yeah, and the sound editing was real good. That's what I noticed was the the sound because that's why I thought it was just such a bare bones. Yeah, they gave two different like just pitches in Mm -hmm. it and like... They clutch. I hit that little minor, oh. and that's that's why it's my favorite. Is because that was the best to me. That was the best shot scene. That was like the you know like whenever you want to do good movie stuff, good editing, good sound stuff. That's what you want to do. Yeah, and you know like even with the, I didn't think he emoted as well whenever him and Han are there on that bridge. He didn't emote as well, you know? It didn't seem like there was a grand internal struggle, even though that's what it was trying to make it seem. But, you know, and then at the end, whenever he's fighting Ray, he's like, uh, holy shit, I might just get my ass kicked. Okay, and yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go into, I was about ready to just start on my ending thing, but uh, we'll go to it then. So yeah, that freaking opening shot, though, that opening shot with the Star Destroyer. Oh, it's just like this... Sh- it's shadowed over the planet. Just... Damn, that was good. Because, I mean, think about it. Just It's showing the shadow of the Empire looming over this world and what it... it indicative of what's about to happen. Right. Just a straight fascist dickin' is going to occur to this world. And then... Oh, uh, I do... I like Poe. I really like Poe. Yeah. I like Mainly because they should have had more Especially of him. Especially with as quick as like him and Finn got on, like the way that that kind oh, of yeah. happened so just fast. That opening it was scene too is like just like when they get him, it's like okay, okay, who goes first? You go first. I go first. What help we do? Because I was sitting there, I was like, is that Max von Sydow? Who's Max von Sydow? He plays the old man that Kylo Ren ends up. Oh cutting yeah, that down. dude. Yeah, because he was uh, he was the main judge on Judge Dredd. <laughs> He's been in a lot of things. And of course, wasn't he in Flash Gordon also? I'm not sure. It's been so long since I've seen Flash Gordon, I Jake. Forget. I forget. Like, you do realize we were living yeah. in a shack when I last saw Flash Gordon, <laughs> but, right? Uh, yeah. But, dude, yeah, that whole thing, uh, I like I Max like Max von Sydow is actually going to be in the new season of Game of Thrones, now that oh, I think cool. about it. Um, oh, he's doing the Three-Eyed Raven, or Blood Raven. He's supposed oh. to be Blood Raven. Oh, cool. In it. Anyway, dude. sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that opening thing where, oh, I absolutely love, I am a little upset at that opening scene. With the open introduction of Kylo as well, because of one simple thing: how he 
Oh, the coolest thing in the opening when he freaking stops that blaster. Oh my god, that is so cool! When he stops the bolt mid... Oh, I was really expecting him to just position Poe right in its path and let it go. How freaking straight thug would that be? Well, see, and that's one of the things that I found interesting was the way that they kind of went into those dark side powers because we hadn't seen anybody stop a... Well, no, that isn't even dark side power. Blaster. That's just that's just. But just, force, but, I mean, yeah. okay, yeah. So let's just and say they force. didn't even show any dark side powers except, okay. or even his whole like mind squeeze thing that yeah. he does. Force choke is literally force stasis, but directional, <laughs> but focused. Okay, it's just the same thing as stasis, but it's around their throat. That's it. And the mind, the mind reading thing again. That's just a Jedi thing. Not the mind reading, but the thing where it seems like he's like basically squeezing their brain and causing the pain or like squeezing their head like what he does with Poe, which is what he tries to do with Rey and she fights him back. Oh, that's just trying to force memories. But Right, but the way they put it across is that he's using the force to, like he's using a force cruciatus curse. Think of it like this, think of it like this, okay? With the Jedi, you're supposed to be, you know, fluid, go with everything, very Buddhist kind of stuff. So to, to influence people's minds, you worm your way in and find the right pathway without being noticed. But with uh, with the setup of a Sith, with the dark side, you don't need to be subtle. It's not about subtlety. It's about raw power and emotion. So instead of worming your way to what you need, you bust in and take it. Yeah. So it is, it's just drilling inside of their mind. Oh, it would be cool if it was literally crushing their brain. That's the way I told oh, it is what so he was cool, doing. No, it's, it's, it's all just, it's really just a matter of finding information and forcing your way to the information. But, you know, that's that's another thing that I had noticed, though, was that those new characters, those are some pretty strong new characters. Yeah. Like, and Especially like how many people like Poe when he had, like, what, five minutes of screen time? That's amazing that he that actor did a damn good job and the because writing was so good. Other than Mace Windu, was there anyone in the the the? Uh, no, Mace Windu wasn't worth shit anyway. Or even yeah. No. So you know why Mace Windu? People think of Mace Windu. One, Samuel L. Jackson. Two, the coolest lightsaber color ever. What did he do? The same thing everyone fucking else does. You could have replaced him with one of those CGI monstrosities, like that weird creepy Q-tip guy. Where they're like their neck is like that. Oh, how how could that person's neck exist? Its neck is is like the the width of my finger, but his head is the size of this. Te- it's it's a big fucking hydro, just big round head on a tiny little swivel. This this motherfucker was a T. <laughs> you could go golfing with this some bitch, but yeah, all of the all of the council was so boring. Mace Windu the worst. Because Samuel L. Jackson's a good actor, but he's an emotional actor, and when you're when you're put an emotional actor That's true. in a role where you literally cannot show emotion, or else to them you're evil. Like you have to be a fucking pod person. How are the you. Jedi good? Seriously, if you're not a pod person, you're evil. Okay, so how did you feel about the seemingly recycled story? beats and arcs here's the thing though this is why okay a lot of people say like but it's just rehashing in some uh, ways but, there's but there's some the, similarities i wouldn't say rehashing there, it's impossible but not some. to because you know what freaking the original story was basically a hero's journey it's i can't remember the name of the dude who wrote the who, the, who created the setup of it but in the book uh was a hero of a thousand faces i can't remember but yeah it's just the hero's journey that's all it is 
it seems so uh, rehashy because guess what? Star Wars was rehashy too. All right, it's all about somebody who hates their life. It's all unassuming. Finds out that they're more important than they actually are. Saves everything. Gets the girl. Oh crap! Girl's my sister. Shit. Uh, hands up. Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. No. Didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. Nope. 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 She just kissed me. She <laughs> kissed me. She's the freak. She's the freak. Remember? Remember? She's a freak. Remember? It, like like a thousands of years in the future. That podcast. Those people were talking about. The, when that gets hard, that is pure biology. It has nothing to do with want. It happens when you don't want it. I didn't do it. She did it. But, it, <laughs> you know, like the hero's journey. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's such a milk toast of a story. It's so simple. It's so simplistic. You can compare just about everything to it. Because it's not an original story. It'd be like, what's a good way? A good, uh, okay. Oh, it's the Keanu Reeves of movies, okay? That theory that the best protagonist is the one that you can slide into, that serves no purpose other than as a vessel for the reader or the watcher, or you, you pretend that you're them. No matter how horrible Twilight is, Bella Swan is amazing at that because she has no personality, so the reader imprints on them and puts their personality on, imposes their will into it, thus giving them agency in the story. And that's what Star Wars is technically, in my opinion. It's that thing that, it's the, it's a blank slate. It is so milk toasty that it's so basic, so very, very basic that everything can be compared to it and not compared to it at the same time. So by saying that it's, the new one is rehashy is the same way as saying it's, it's basically the same thing as RoboCop. Because RoboCop's the same thing. Coming from nothing, getting powers, saving the day. Same story when you look at it like that. The only problem is, you know, you get into the real deepness of it and it's different. Also, huh. Holy crap, I just thought of something. What? Alright, you know how one of the worst things about the prequels is there was no main character? Like, especially Phantom Menace. It was not following one person. There was no set main character in this movie. No. But but it followed the main cast in their own way. And it's kind of like watching an Aaron Sorkin show to where you follow this person and then they meet that person. So now it's following that person and then they'll meet that person and then it goes on to this one. It's nice to where you still... And then they all come together and it's just following all of them. Yeah. That is a great... You set up each of the people and then you toss them together. That was amazing. That was smart. That was great. That was beautiful. And now let's talk of, let's go back to we talked a lot about the uh, concept. Theoretically, let's talk more about the actual movie though. Okay. And then we'll we'll dig around some more with some other stuff. Uh, when FN met Poe. Okay. I was trying to word it to where when Harry met Sally, but that was awesome. I love that. I hate how little they did with Phasma though to the point to where I completely forgot that was Brienne. Yeah, except for whenever she talks, it's like, oh, hey, it's Brienne. <laughs> yep. And see, I figured she would at least have her helmet off. Never happened. I expe I fully expected that, and it never I want. Never I hope they delve more into her on the next movie, because that'd be cool. And, uh, well, and they give her they give her reasoning, too, because that whole thing where Finn tosses her down a freaking trash compactor, man. It's She's going to be pissed off, so not only is she supposed to be the one who's in charge of everything... She has a rogue unit that took that just completely wrecked her house. 
that would piss her off to no end. Yeah. Not only would that be a tarnish on her military, which doesn't exist anymore pretty much, mostly, but a personal slight because he broke her conditioning or whatever. It, it's her responsibility, and he specifically embarrassed her. So, of course, he's she's going to end up being the... trying to be the, the Boba Fett, hope to God doesn't actually become Boba Fett because Boba Fett's the most boringest piece of shit ever and that's going to be the story of her tracking him down that's going to be the Finn story is her tracking him down and that's going to be great see because I thought that was a great way to start out the movie like the Finn Poe oh yeah thing because it was it was like boom immediate it's like they never once like um mistrusted the other it's, it's just like fact, because because he could read through his bullshit it's like why are you helping me this is the right thing to do. You pilot. I need a pilot. Like, yeah. we're going to do this? Like, yeah, let's do this. High five. Road trip. <laughs> See, and I did. I, You know, in some ways, those two were kind of like the, the Han and Chewie of that one. It, because just the way. Yeah, they were just friends. There was no no animosity whatsoever. N- and- there was no pretext. It was just like, hey, we kind of both need something from the other. So let's, hey, dude, and the this other, is, and it's it's totally fact, mutual. Like, hey, you're not a horrible person. So. Great, we're best buds, best bros for life. So, woohoo! <laughs> I oh. thought that um, I thought for the purpose of the story that like the design of BB. I like the I, design of BB. It it makes no sense before the movie. Seeing it, I was like, it it's was a weird. round droid, really. But and it then, makes no sense in con like in out of context in existence. It makes no sense, but that doesn't change the fact that it's a fun character. It's a it's a unique design. You'll give you got to give it that, and it's it's so well done. You don't care about its faults. And it's and it's something subtle because whenever Ray is walking downstairs there at Moz's, how it goes like so slow, like yeah, how he's like looping, and it's like it's moving its head to balance, like. The Instead way it of rolls why doesn't down the it stance? just, you know, grappling hook? It has, it has yeah, magnetic hooks. But just the it way just it would like just, like, grappling hook and slide. Yeah, the way it would it's just kind of rock forward but bring its head back to keep that balance going to go down the you steps. You know, for a fact, if this was actually a Lucas movie, it would have done what I just said yep. because kids would have found it funny. Yeah. No, but no, I love the subtlety of that. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I was, I was watching that more than I was watching Ray. I was like... Dude, that's really that's really neat that they even you know made sure and to next put that time in. You do watch it if you do happen to watch it again in theaters. I want you to look at Ray more. Just pay attention because half the time, if you notice the way she way she walks, half the time it reminds you of a little child. Mm-hmm. Arms just kind of out because she is completely out of her element. Just so, what's this? What's this? Wide-eyed. There's magic everywhere <laughs> to everything because she grew up well. On a dust ball. And she is so out of her element, so just just gobsmacked by it all. Like half the time when she's moving, it reminds you, yeah, of a three year old child. And it fits. I don't know if that's just literally how that lady walks, or if it was an actual freaking direction, which I'm actually gonna give it credit for that because it's this thing was really it it was high on show don't tell. Well, I'm gonna discuss the show don't tell thing a little more later. When we get to another, to the, around the end. But uh, that's a problem Lucas had. If he could show you something or tell you something, he would tell you. Because that means he gets to spend more of his time sitting behind his chair and everything just be edited in later. Which it kind of makes sense because you don't want to stare at that freaking green background all day. You want to just say your line, say your line, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. Just A, B shots. Word spoken, response. 
Word spoken, response. Thing, reaction. Just, honestly, if you ever watch one of the prequels again that isn't a fight scene, look at it. It's always camera A, camera B. Camera A, camera B. Nothing else. There's no moving shots. It is just stationary. Camera one, camera two. That's it. Because Lucas is kind of a butt director. But yeah, half his stuff was uh, tell, don't show instead of show, don't tell. Because what about the greatest love story in the galaxy? I think I'm in love with you, uh, Annie. I think I'm in love with you, Padama May. It is great that we are in love. Yes, it is, Padama May. I love you. I love you. The Jedi are evil. Then you must be hurt. Please don't. You are breaking my heart. I think you are the ones who are breaking my heart. It is the dumbest. Because seriously, anytime someone tries to bring up anything good about the prequels, like, in my point of view, it's the Jedi who are evil. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me turn off my lightsaber. Just got to wipe kid blood off of it. Sorry, some got stuck on there. But yeah, you guys are evil. But yeah, most of this was so, aw. Oh, it just felt organic. Oh, God, that sounds so douchey to say, but it did. No, it just, it, it was did. easily believable. So much of it was easily believable. And there's, the, oh, sorry. Go, go no, ahead. go for it. There's only one part that I felt like that it kind of dropped off. And Sarai mentioned this, and I totally get, I think that's why I noticed a drop-off. And to me, that drop-off would show up whenever Leia showed up. Because it's not sassy Leia. It's not take charge Leia. Even though, you know, and I, whenever we were having this discussion, I was like, well, you know, dude, she's she doesn't have her husband anymore. Her kid's done Killed went bad shit many crazy. Went crazy. And I was like, and her Wait. own brother blames himself for it, so she is literally alone. Right. Well, you know, and so I was like, but all the same, even whenever she faced all of the, you know, even whenever she faced odds in like even four when her entire six, planet exploded, she was, she still, was still there. She yeah. was still full of piss and vinegar, and. And you know, Sarah was like, she's I, finally just defeated. Oh. Yeah, Sarah was like, I didn't like the lack of sassy Leia. And it sure shit ain't Carrie Fisher. She oozes charisma, dude. It's just the even though whenever itself, I first saw her, I was like, damn, they got a lot of makeup on her. By the but, just with the way she looked, you could tell that it was just a lot of makeup. Yeah, and uh, and you know. Like the the whole Han and Chewie thing, like that one just felt like normal Han and Chewie stuff. Here's my problem with that. Okay, so again, I'll you know it's sorry we were fuck, talking about organic. Our, no, organic. fuck our fuck our, what we were doing. Like, dude, let's just talk about this. like I was gonna stop because we were gonna get to it later. There was way too much Han. There was a way lot. too much because to both ours and Harrison Ford's detriment or all of our ire because. He's just mugging at the camera so, so just bored because he hates the character. Even after all this time, he still hates Han Solo, which is probably why he gets popped because he wanted out of the freaking series. That's what I figured. He wanted out. He came back for that one and I'll go into my thoughts about it when we get to it. But yeah, you know, I knew it was going to happen because there's no, there's no way he's going to be there. And you want, I was expecting all that crap to get wrapped up in uh, act two because you want Act 2 is the old guard handing the reins to the new. You have your Han, you have your Luke, you have your Leia. I can understand not putting Luke in there because he is the MacGuffin. But granted, yeah, BB is technically supposed to be the MacGuffin because he is a thing. But everybody's trying to find Luke. He is like the, key the buried treasure here. underneath the big W, okay? He is what everybody's after in Mad, 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 Mad World, okay? He is the thing. 
So I can understand him not being on there. But yeah, it is supposed to be about handing over the reins to the new guard. They should have had all that shit wrapped up in Act 2. Instead of a mini-climax at the end. Which, I, you know, that was one of the things that I wrote down. Since it was kind of spoiled for me, the death of Han, I was wondering if you had seen it coming. Yes. Because, well... The moment he started walking on the thing, I was like, he's probably going to set... It's a giant well, precipice. It's a giant... They were over a giant precipice, and they were in a Star Wars movie, But even Jay. before that, like, since I knew about it, maybe that's why I was picking up on it more... But whenever those two two pirate groups show up, like the first guy, the first thing he says is, Han Solo, you're a dead man. Oh, that part. Uh, And then then on top of that, just with the stuff with him and Leia, it seemed very final. Like whenever they were leaving to go to the new planet. It was very, I'm two weeks from retirement, yeah. Yeah, it had that very, that that era finality. Well, maybe that's because I knew what was coming. It did, though. That's that, that... that on par, yeah. But really, okay, you know what, let's just go ahead You and knew talk. it wasn't going to end well whenever he started walking across that bridge. Yeah, and, okay, uh, where were we on the, in the timeline of the movie? Uh, okay, Pofin's Excellent Adventures. <laughs> I loved the fact that they, that they were stuck by the tether. And again, I was so happy it wasn't George Lucas, because you know why? That would have been a pratfall. It was something you laughed at. But you had fun with the moment because you knew they were still fucked. Like, it was something that was humorous, but you're like, oh, God. The first, it's funny, but they're fucked. it first happened, I was like, <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, oh they they're are so screwed, yeah. dude. But if it was the Lucas venture, you would have had them all just like, whoop, bam, and hit the front of the things like, oh, you didn't look for that? You didn't unhook it? Why didn't you unhook it? I thought you were going to unhook it. Just mugging till no end. But no, it was just one of those, uh... A thing that would add to the tension as well as be it humorous. It did add. It, oh, after the first oh, time and then it freaking happened. Finn just kills Jory, the little frog kid from uh, Game of Thrones, who has the who has the weird creepy dream kid. Yeah, oh, he's Jojen. In, yeah, Jojen. I noticed. Yeah. I thought I saw Jojen. I don't know why I call yeah, him Jory. Who played Jojen? But yeah, Jojen was in there. It was like he just freaking just pew pew just kills him. <laughs> well, and just like the guy who plays the general, isn't that the one that played Bill Weasley in? The last two movies, it's Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the Weasleys. Yeah, because I, I saw I his name about on it. He there. He was redhead yep. and had Nicholas accent. He has to be a Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Man. It's just the way of the world. If you're ginger and British, you're a fucking Weasley. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but oh, no, I, that was so. That scene was so cool. Like Poe, Finn, and Ray, I think those three were really strong. And they had to be. They would have to be because they were going to be the entire story. Even Maz was semi interesting. Oh, she I didn't loved get a lot Maz. Of, like Mama Maz was so good. But there's just one little thing. Everything else in that scene was practical effects. You have puppetry. You have uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. outfits. The fact that she was CG and wonderfully done, but it still just kind of took you out of it because in all this whole room of practical effects, you have a character that is pure CG. Even though you couldn't have done her with practical, I get, but it just kind of... I'm glad you mentioned that because I felt that way about a lot of the CG. Not a lot, but there was some times with the CG that it took me out of it. Because like, they worked so much practical, yeah. Even even because it was more video gamey, like whenever they went inside of the X Wing fighter, whenever the camera like 
Um, it, it started like an, as an outside shot, and then it like zoomed in into the cockpit oh. of the X. And I was like, dude, I, and it did. It just kind of took me out. I felt like more like in a video game than watching a movie, you know. And yeah. I don't know. There's there was things with the CG that because that's took actually me the shot you take when you're gonna take control of a character. Exactly. And so there was, and I brought that up to Sarah. I was like, you know, thinking of the effects. You know, granted, it's been. 40 years, but the effects in in uh, A New Hope compared to this one, you know? And I, even though you could tell that they were kind of lackadaisical, or, you know, like, for then it was high-end kind of effects, but now it would be like, anyway, those would still be millions of dollars to do that nowadays, but uh, to me, there was just times where the, where the technology is so much better now, and with the CG and stuff, it just kind of took me out. I can get from that. From time to time. I can time. get that. I can pull And, I, and the, like, the battle there on, I don't remember the name of the world, like where Maz was, whenever that whole battle, to me, that was a fantastic part. That was part. amazing. That was fantastic. And to me, that didn't take, I didn't get taken out, like, with the X-Wings flying overhead and everything. Even the scene where it goes from uh, Finn to... So did it actually show that? No, yeah, it did. It showed that it was where Poe. it showed Poe, and that's a that's a hell of a pilot. Yeah, just that scene, it goes from Finn it's like fighting he knew that it was the Poe. shot from the X wing, and then back to Finn. It's like that was real. Well, no, they, before they even started, they flat out showed him in the cockpit. And he's like, "Let's go, Poe." It's like, "Okay, like, why didn't you tell us this? You should have just revealed it at the end with, you know, him showing like when Finn learned is when we should have learned. But still, they should have like given you like, oh crap, Poe survived, didn't he? You know, they should have given yeah. you that. Because, you know, he only found his jacket before the Shai Halud ate the freaking ship. Which, do you, did you ever watch the Dune movie? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, you know at least the concept of the sandworm, right? Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, Jake, when I was watching that the first time, I verbally shouted, Is that the fucking Shai Halud? I thought it was the sandworm of Arrakis that gonna, ate it. I thought it, it was going to be a sandworm also with the way that that happened. It was yeah. awesome! But... I was giggling to myself. The people around me had no idea what I was talking about, and I felt bad because I shouted. Well, and I did. I and it didn't seem fake. It seemed genuine, like him wearing the jacket and everything he else. Needed, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was just and like the first time I watched, it, I didn't know how the jacket survived. But then the second time, you it actually showed him take it, it off. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. To me, it just there were things that seemed more genuine to it that were like real little things like with that and it's all it's a little things that make mo- that makes movies amazing to you but that final battle like it, all the cg like to me it got whenever it was the whole in that big area where they were setting up the bombs him and chewie and then he gives chewie the detonator and you're like oh yep he's planning on yep, he's by. dead he's dead there's no way he's not dead and uh you know, to me, like, that part through to, like, the end of the battle between her and Kylo, to me, that was great. Like, fucking Chewie shooting him with the bowcaster. And, and Chewie had so much to do it. Like, he he did more physically than, any, than in all the other movies because yep. usually it just had him, like, stand there. But the guy they had in the Chewie suit actually did things. Yeah, he was... And it was so cool to actually... Okay. Chewie had a lot more watching, personality. Yeah, and watching Chewie just climb a fucking ladder. You have no idea how cool that was to me. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. No, I... And, like, whenever that happens with Han House, you're like, oh, Chewie's gonna choke a bitch. I am shocked and, he didn't go into a physical rage because Wookiees are prone to get flown you know, into rages. 
And I'm shocked he didn't go full. I was reading something rage. where they're like, uh, Kylo needs to watch out for Chewbacca because, you know, Chewbacca will rip his arms off and beat him to death with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then the whole thing with, like, Ray and Chewie, I thought that was... That seemed super genuine. You know, it didn't feel and fake it was, or yeah, forced. And, and also, if you noticed, again, a big, huge thing of uh, using just show, don't tell, it wasn't him being her sidekick. If you notice the way he was like going, just telling her she was okay and doing the things for her, showing her how to do it, was showing him in the mentor role instead of just yep. the sidekick. Yep. Uh, it was so well done. And mm-hmm. again, Lucas at the helm, it would have had him actually just speaking Wookiees, like, like just like, yeah. Just patting on the head and do a bunch of pratfall shit. Now, I did think it funny whenever Finn and Ray were running. They're like, let's go to that ship. And he's like, what about that one? She's like, oh, that's junk. And I was like, they didn't even show a ship. And then the one gets blasted. She's like, let's go to the junk. And then they show it. And I was like, dude, the fact that they I was like, of course it would be the Millennium Falcon. I don't know why, but I found that absolutely hilarious that that's yeah, how no- they set it up. Even if it wasn't going to be the freaking Millennium Falcon, I love that exchange. Yep. Just that simple fact Because you knew it was going to get blown up because, because they mentioned two ships. And she's noticed, like, no, like, this one's better. The other one's junk. Because if you notice, that's the whole thing of their deal. I think the frame that like, their personalities and relationships thereof really well was basically right after they first met when, when Finn hears the noise, knows what's happening, tries to take charge to save their lives, but she's so used to being by herself... Yep. Him grabbing her hand and leading the way pisses her off to no yep. end. And when he does it again, she gets pissed off again. But again, again, when he grabs her hand, it's because he knows what's happening. And so he's trying to take charge solely to save lives because, you know, making up for all the lives he's yeah. had a hand and not, even though, you know, it was supposed to be his first battle or whatever. I But, uh, yeah, and it was so cool. And, heck, even right after that, like, even when she helps him up, Right there is when you like start realizing that the shift is happening. Yeah. That she figured out what was happening. Now she's trying to help him. All this really... and Okay, I should say something. As much as I am harping on how good it is, I'm not saying it's a great... It's a perfect movie. Oh, it's a, no. It is not a at fun all. movie. Yeah, it's just what? a movie. In the landscape of what movies are now, it's fucking Citizen Kane comparatively. Yeah. Especially, okay, we're going to talk in terms of modern blockbusters, not... It was better than than Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, because, well, it was fun. That's I mean, I... Well, no, Age of Ultron was fun, even though it had this air of, yeah, I like... I can't really say that. I haven't seen Ultron. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, it has it. kind of, like, this air of, uh... Of, uh... Dude, there's no way in hell they're going to make it out of this kind of thing. Even though you but know they are because they have they actually already released the entire Marvel universe for but 12 no, years. But no, there's there's a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of fun moments to it, but just as a movie, like movie going experience, no, I I, lo- I loved it just as the experience, but it was a it's good a, fun yeah. movie. And it doesn't have to be a perfect movie. And that's the thing, everybody thinks a good movie has to be perfect. Or no. that a Star Wars movie has to be perfect. Oh God! Accept it for its faults, because yeah. it does. It is. It is badly paced in some spots, and some of the characters are boring as crap. And in terms of just, and again, let's go back to the simple fact that the the milk toast story, it doesn't do anything new or interesting or innovative in that aspect. I think that J.J. Abrams 
is good at telling character stories and building characters, and that's what happened in this first one. Like Felicity? Uh, it's a WB show. J.J. Oh, yeah, Abrams. Yeah. It was... Because I think he was most well known for I think, like, Lost. Lost. I think of Lost, and I think of the... Um, the two Star Trek movies, you know, like the the way he is able to kind of build up those characters. To me, that's the best thing that he done in that movie was introduce new characters, made them interesting, and made you care about those characters. Yeah, like and with Poe, the whole time you're waiting for the dude to bite it in the first thirty minutes because he seems like he's going to be you're opening yeah. fucking scene. He's going to get yeah. got, but yeah. All right, so where were we? Like they just met up. Like yeah, honestly, it's. It is just a fun movie, and the fact that even, like, what was it, yes or last episode I was saying it, the biggest thing you could say about it is that it's a Star Wars yeah. movie. It's a fun movie, and that is the highest praise you can give a movie yeah. like this, because it's supposed to be a fun movie, because it's not supposed to, and this one actually was a little sci-fi, because Star Wars is, you know, it's a fantasy story set in sci-fi. Yeah. It just happens to be set in sci-fi. Because this is a sword and sorcery story. Alliteration. But yeah, and the fact it was odd that this was more sci-fi, but it was done well. Like how the prequels tried jamming sci-fi down your throat, but really it just came more like it was trying to be a freaking fantasy story, but bad. Again, prequels can eat me. So bad, Jake. Alright, where are we on this? They met up. They're on the ship now. Okay. I... Okay. On the ship. I love Finn and BB's exchange. That whole thing, like, with him and BB on the ship while she's trying to fix the, uh, the gas leak. He's like, dude, seriously, help me out here. Oh, All right? <laughs> I, I'm not with the resistance. I'm trying to get away from the freaking First Order. Help me out here, man. He's like, that so where's the funny. thing? Yeah, BB, where is it? He says, like, yeah, exactly there. Good. And then he, like, pops his lighter. <laughs> dude, that was hilarious. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, even though he has no idea what it's saying, which yeah. makes sense because the Empire is very totalitarian, all right? It's very, very homogenous. You have to be this way. They hate aliens. They hate things different. They're just spacist. They're space racist, okay? So, yeah, he wouldn't know the other languages in the universe. He would not know how to speak droid because he never would have to because droids are functionaries. You should not have to speak the functionaries. Okay. Functionaries. There. There. I, pr I pronounced it in the proper context in which it's supposed to be pronounced. People keep giving me, keep giving me shit. Instead of saying airy, I'll say re, because that's just how my accent go wants to say it. But I... Uh, that's, well, that's just how it's... That society raises everything. So yeah, him not knowing how to speak the other languages completely makes sense. And yeah, then let's talk about the next bit. Han Solo shows up and mugs for the rest of the fucking movie. Sure. I'm not putting Lump and Chewie into this because Chewie is always a treat. That scene where he gets shot and so Finn's trying to help him? Oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> yep. But one scene I absolutely love, when they're on Han's new ship, where right after Chewie gets shot, he just picks up his blaster and uses it like, my god, this thing is the shit! Yep. So even later, he's like, he's, he like, uses it. he's like, hey, can I use that? <laughs> hit me up, hit me up! Let me, let, let me, let me, let me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me! It's like, fine! I love this thing, Chewie! Seriously, that... <laughs> that was good, that was that good. Was, that was the that Han was Solo highlights of that movie. Yeah, that was good, Muggy, and the rest of it was just... You wanted to sleep through it as much as uh, Harrison Ford did. And the whole time that's happening, underneath them, you have Ray and Finn being awesome. I also found it hilarious watching her try to crawl through the freaking ducks. 
she again i honestly think the way she moved in there was pri was by direction and not just how she moves because she looked so awkward at it which made no sense in that context because she's a scavenger she's supposed to be able to crawl uh -huh. through these Finn should have been the one having issues. Yeah. She should have been just slinking through that like a goddamn snake. That's one of the... But it was hilarious watching her just kind of just eh, stiff arm trying to go through there. Oh, and even though this was before... Although that... I liked, I liked him showing the remnants of like the Adat and the Star Oh, yeah, how she Chaku. lived inside of a fallen Adat. Yeah. yeah. There were parts of that that I really... That I... Just the fact that those were still there and still hadn't been like broken down or anything like that. Yeah, I just, all I just thought that was really cool. Uh, I think I figured out, like, while you were saying that is when I was like, my weird trying to interrupt the thing. I think I figured out what it was. At this point, they're both still trying to take lead. So they're kind of just two... Yeah. Instead of going one by one, they're scrunched side by side, and Finn is wider. <laughs> Not wider. She is Wide. whiter. He is wider. <laughs> She's wider. He's wider. That's funny. There. Uh, <laughs> now, I actually, probably my favorite Han Solo moment would be the one where BB has the map up, and he's just talking about the Force and, the, and Jedi and stuff like that Where you general. actually just start, well, again, that's because Harrison Ford's a decent actor. Yeah, but no, that, that whole kind of, like, monologue that he gives I is... loved his conversation with Leia. That was one of my favorite scenes, because mm -hmm. Han has always been that, you know, just... Hey, look at me. Let's be cool. Pachow, pachow. Guns in the air. Woo! And that whole simple thing of just be, you know, the fact that he's always running away because, well, his biggest disappointment or his biggest failure, as much as a failure of a smuggler he is at anything he does, his family was ruined. Yeah. All right? And that is his biggest, biggest failure is what happened to his family and how he ran from it. Yeah. So he kept running. Yeah. I, uh... I kept waiting whenever him and Leia are saying their goodbyes. I kept waiting for him to say I love you and for I her know. to say I know. And I, I was like, come on. Oh, no, what I would have loved is just not. It's like, hey, Leia. Like, before, like, he turns to leave and he just tries to say something. And she's like, I know. That would have been the best. It would They missed a gold. I really hope that's a deleted of, of scene. All the, of that all the other, time. like, little shout-outs to, like, the previous, you know, like, episodes four through six that they had done. That's the one that I would I would have preferred to see that over all of the others. Yeah. To me, that would because oh. that's that's just perfect Han and Leia. Yeah. You know? That was just that was indicative and, of their entire thing. And in that scene, it would have been perfect. Oh, and yeah, it perfectly encapsulated everything between them. Just she finally breaks out, and, like, and he still cannot drop that freaking uh, that persona, that sweat, that swagger, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Just like I know. Oh, even when he was about to be frozen. God damn, Classic Con. God damn, Empire's the best. Oh, I love that movie. But no, I was I was sitting there and I told Sarah, I was like, he's going to say I love you and she's going to say I know. And then they hug and nothing. I was like, oh, sons of shit, dude, seriously? Oh, and okay, so once they get through there, there that's oh, they go oh, to Mama. Mars. I love Mama Maz. Although I did see a, a, a picture where... It's a side-by-side -side of Mama Maz and Estelle Getty. Yes, yep. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved Mama Maz. I loved the play. I loved the the cantina. I loved the design. I loved the look of those two freaking, uh, those two, uh, what, scavengers or whatever they were that Finn was going to hook up with. I loved the look oh, of yeah. that red dude. Oh, that freaking... Big F off dude who has the real creepy scrawny chick on him, which all I can think of is like I really hope that isn't his girlfriend or his or his concubine yeah. or his sex slave or anything, because 
Dag, dude. And you she knew that broke. it was about to go downhill whenever she done her whisper thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, where everything just converges. They yeah. did a good job of getting everything to converge. Oh, it was such a good scene. And yeah, Mama Ma's just owned the scenery. For something that was just ones and zeros, she just, just absorbed every ounce of scenery. Well, and I'm curious... Not just like at the end, but in that kind of flashback thing that Ray saw. Whenever that happened, that's what kind of made me wonder if she was a Skywalker, if she was like Luke's daughter. Yeah, that was my it, first yeah. thought. I wouldn't doubt it if they end up doing that. But, um, you know, with, with the time frame, Sarai actually was wondering if maybe she was Kylo Ren's daughter. Because the, since there's no sense of time in between, young. and that's what I was thinking, but um, you know, and that's the thing, where there's that no sense of time frame there, that's why, you know, it leaves it open to speculation, but uh, um, I want to know why it is that in, in that flashback, why Luke wasn't wearing his glove. Because it shows his metal hand touch R2-D2 oh, in that flashback. Jake, and do you know why? Here's why. So you know it's Luke. Yeah. All right. That would make sense. It most likely is solely so you know that it's Luke Skywalker. But had they already shown R2-D2 at that point and said that he was already down yeah. or was that afterwards? Yeah, that was before. That was before they showed R2 in the proper. They Because this is before the base yeah. and he's in the base. That's right. But, oh. And now that we're talking about this, we get to talk about my favorite character my second favorite character in all of Star Wars after Lando now. TR Adar. The man, the the stormtrooper that the fan fandom has dubbed TR Adar. Why? His one line in the entire series in Traitor. the entire show. Traitor! Shows up rocking a fucking shield and a vibro tonfa. Awesome as hell. Best freaking scene. And I hope to God he mystically survived that. So he can come back later because that so was So he could play the, the Porkins of the new trilogy. No, no, no. That was the coolest scene in the entire movie. That was my favorite scene, Jake. Oh, that fight? That fight. Because what I absolutely loved about the games and, you know, the extended universe back history stuff. All right. Say there's this cult of super strong people who can mess with your mind. Oh, yeah. And they carry these things that can melt you and the dude behind you. In just a swipe. You would need a way to combat that. So the idea of uh, regular infantry was taught how to use swords as well. Vibro weapons. Which, it also harkens to Dune. Okay? Because with Dune, in the story of Dune, the world of Dune. Well, the universe of Dune. Dune's just a little world. But anyway, uh, what happens is, uh, technology got so good. Shield technology got so advanced where you couldn't shoot a laser at a shield. You would wipe out half a planet. So you do not. So blade weapons got back into fashion. And because the way shields are made, fast swipes didn't work. You had to do fast deflects and slow, precise action attacks to get in between the shield. All right. And which made it really great because the first time they sh uh, they had uh, Paul, the main character, fight the Fremen. The, he got attacked by a bunch of Fremen. They think he's fucking with them because he is just walking through them really slowly and they think it's like oh you were so good that you decided you weren't going to fight us at your full you were just going to slowly attack our men he was like no that that's just how i'm taught to fight <laughs> but anyway back to this all right so the idea that regular infantrymen were taught how to use vibro weapons because they can deflect in uh combat 
lightsabers. The fact that they actually, since the First Order, they kind of, one, one of their head people are Sith, so they have lightsabers. Two, they're also looking for a Jedi, so their some of their people are taught how to use vibro weapons. And the fact that one of the dudes is rocking a vibro tonfa is so cool to me. And him and Finn just going at it, oh, that was so cool. Too bad Chewie had to kill him. You know it was Chewie because he flew the hell back. <laughs> yep. No, that whole scene is just God, fantastic. It's one of my favorite scenes, dude. No, it is my favorite in the movie. One of my favorite in the series already. So good. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. But yeah, I loved, I loved that character. I loved that fight scene. It was by far my favorite, Jake. It was. It was a really good scene. All right, you take, you take charge now. Because I realize I'm kind of talking a lot more. Well, yeah, one, you saw it more. I saw it more saw recently, it morning, yeah. So. It's more fresh. No, the thing is, if I hadn't, I'd still be on this game. And all of my, uh, my talking points I've already went over, so. Okay, so we'll just keep on going through. Yeah. So what's next? They meet up with the the base. With the base, you see that one dude. The whole Finn Poe reunion. Oh, dude, that was so cool. That was so good. That was. It's great the fact that they're you know push back. Yeah. But yeah, they're and of course BB. Like you thought it was a dog because I was watching it and I was thinking of that picture that I put on Twitter of you and Ollie and I was like hashtag a boy and his dog and with <laughs> that one I'm like hashtag a boy and his robot because that's how it was. You think it was a dog running up to its owner that yeah. it hadn't seen, you know? Uh, Leia, I was like hated the fact that three PO showed up with a red fucking arm too. And of course, you know, it, they set that up solely for the new EU. They're going to be writing books, and it's going to be explained in a book, and it'll make, make you want to read one of the books. Well, if C-3PO's left arm makes you want to read a book, then there's other issues uh, at play. Jake, have you Or met, right arm, whichever have one. Have you met nerds? It's his left. Okay, then I got it right. Okay, so... But I, oh, well, anything, that's no, anything. Oh, no, go for it, because I'm trying to The reactivation of R2-D2, like how R2-D2 just... I was like, wondering that, too. ...comes back, like, just... Uh, honestly, okay, again, I'm going with, I uh, I seriously think... Since Maybe it was the Force Awakening? Kind of, but see... No, oh, that's me, the title, The Force is Awakening R2, but here's here's my... Oh, no, go with yours, go with yours. Well, no, I was just going to say, if anything, that just plays more on that crazy theory that R2-D2 is a Force sensitive. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay, Jake, and uh, again, I'm going to, since I play the crap out of Tor, there's something, there's a, a mission in there where this lady is trying to prove a theory that droids can affect the force because the reason you have to wipe a droid's mind as often as you do is they will gain sentience they will become a sentient being if you freaking uh, don't wipe their memory oh really yeah and r2d2 has spent so long unwiped he kind of is sentient all right so when i went freaking what's his who's it's when luke was touching him i honestly think he was piddling with the force and saying only pop up when another jedi shows up so that Jedi can get to me. And with Rey finally making it to the planet... And remember, he awakened when Rey appeared on the planet. No, it was... I thought it was whenever... Um, oh, the, yeah, they were still on the, the death planet. Yeah. Because yeah, Rey... That's whenever Rey kind of started yeah, to when do she, her... Yeah, when she started tapping into it. Yeah. Yeah. When she started juicing. Like, after she had already gotten out of the chair and she was like... You know, Kylo Ren is like... No, oh, no, no, no. It was she's... during the fight, wasn't it? Was it the fight? I thought it was during the fight it woke maybe up. Maybe it was the fight. But regardless, Maybe that point where, like you were saying, where she where started... Where she started, yeah. Like, going tapping. with the flow instead of... Yeah. yeah that, that's... That's personal. I would... 
I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised one bit because yeah, R two D two is a sentient being. No matter how many times you want to say they're not because they're droids. So yeah, I wouldn't doubt it if the for well the force is around all things. Metal is a natural thing, and droids are comprised of nothing but metal. Natural things. Well, plastics. Plastics technically aren't a natural thing, but still, they're com- they could be in the past future. The past future, their plastic game is probably freaking made of some weird freaking plant polymer. So I can you can assume that it's probably fully freaking natural things. So why couldn't the force affect it? It has a mind, and it's made up of nothing but natural parts. Just because it doesn't poop doesn't mean it's not alive. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the main that's the main identifier for being alive. That you poop. Because <laughs> think about it, if you're alive, you have to eat. You eat, you have to poop. Ergo, ipso facto, life is defined by, by poop. pooping. So, if there's somebody who is constipated, is that technically having a life crisis? Possibly. See, she who knows my yeah. not be named because she used to have uh, yeah, problems. Really could not. So, yeah, barely had an existence. Which makes sense because there's probably seven fucking different bits of her scattered across the goddamn world. <laughs> she couldn't poop because she was only a fraction of her, what she's supposed to be. <laughs> okay, we might actually have to explain that someday. Maybe. <laughs> but not today! Today is Star Wars! Let's see, so... And apparently Dune. So that, did they, what, come up with the plan for the Death Star planet? What do you mean? Did they come up with a plan to, like, take on the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Which I kind of like, the fact that it's different than the other ones, because it wasn't just, oh, yeah, we just do this and that, and then it'll happen. They had no idea how they were going to do it. Absolutely no idea. And they fell face first into, the, into a way. They yep. just stumbled around until they figured it out. Like, you know what? Fuck it. How are we going to shut down the shields? No clue. Oh, hey, Brienne, get your ass over here. Shut it down. We're going to toss you down to the garbage chute. Then it's like, oh, hell, this thing's down, but how are we going to blow up the thing? Like, hell, I don't know. Let's blow some shit up. Blow some shit up. Like, we got bombs. Hell, that didn't do it. Um, what are we going to do? It's like, hey, there's a giant hole there. Fuck it. I'm going in there. They, they stumble into a solution, which you can say is the force affecting the world, you know, finding an answer for them. True. So, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. Here's what I don't understand. The big star killer, whatever it's called, what's-a-who's-its-planet, is a terrible idea for a weapon for two reasons. One, how could you lock on to a planet with it? Think about how a planet moves, okay? It spins, Jake. Now, you might have found one that doesn't, but if it doesn't spin... How the crap did it become a planet? True. All right, because a uh, planet becomes a planet. Things bump into each other and bumps into more stuff, bumps into more stuff, and in space, you bump into something, you're going to move. And then you start getting a, a rotation out of it or some kind of mo- uh, base movement out of it. Then other little things get stuck in your big thing, making it bigger. Then more little things and bigger things get stuck in it because you're bigger than that. And it keeps going in the same pattern it was when it first started forming. Planets work, are they not? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm completely wrong here? No. Okay, thank you. So how... One, you can only shoot at things that that hole will face at any given time. Now, you could say, hey, it could see a lot of shit. That or they built it specifically to be facing the Republic. Or to where it would actually uh, 
face the Republic at some point in its rotation and cycle. But think of the calculations. It's constantly spinning, and then it's rotating a sun. Rotating sun, which is going to be in an odd orbit, all right, because thing the two that's causing your problem, how many times can you fire it before you can't use the thing anymore? They fired it once, and the second time it looks like it was killing their sun completely. Yeah, that's what they were saying, is that it did completely kill the yeah. sun. So what, you're just going to take another 15 it. years to build another one? You thought like it was a bad money sink, the first Death Star, and then the second one. They built a planet, they hollowed out a planet, completely killed an entire system, and then what, they're just going to find another place to do it? What the fuck? There is no way... This is a sustainable economy the First Order is going to create. Well, and that's what made me wonder about the next two episodes. Because with this, yeah. With as obliterated as that planet became, what's going to be the, what's going to be that driving force? Is it going to be Snoke? That's going to be the thing that they're, that's driving them? Or is it, or is the next one going to be kind of more Empire? Is it going to be more like Empire where it's more about, Ray and, you know, possibly Finn's training, or is it going to be all backstory, or, which I guess in some ways that's what Empire was also, because Yoda was giving backstory to Luke, and that sort of thing, so is the next one just going to be kind of like, is it going to be set up like yeah, Empire? Is it going to be the mid-burn before the, uh, before the big Act 3 climax? I really hope not. I hope they still go in for the fun, uh, fun movie. What was it rated? Was it PG or PG-13? I didn't notice. I wouldn't doubt if it was just PG, because yeah. the only PG-13 was Sith, and it tried that in, again, prequels. Well, if it was PG-13 when uh, when Kylo was attacking Finn, when he was like when they were sword fighting, he would have said, come on, jackass, or something, if it was 13, because you really feel like when in that little scene when he's like saying, well, come on then, or whatever... Yeah. Like he wanted, like, you know, if any, if it was above a PG, he would have said something else just because he was angry. Okay. So Snoke. Oh yeah. What, what are you, what are your thoughts on? Half the time, seriously, they keep changing his name. I shit you not. Han says his name differently every time. He either says Snoke or Snoke. And I thought it was just me, like not hearing it right, but no, I was watching it today. He kept calling him Snoke. So, what are your thoughts on what he is, what what the deal is? Big, boring, stupid Sith guy. That is the worst part of all Star Wars, is big, boring, stupid Sith guy. There's always a big, boring, stupid Sith guy. The last six movies were the same big, boring, stupid Sith guy. This one is just literally a big, boring, stupid Sith guy. So you're not expecting any sort of substance oh, out of it? I'm suspecting them to force substance on him, but it's still just going to be boring. The best part's going to be coming from Kylo when they start talking about Kylo's past or and what happened with Kylo because it's obvious, isn't it, Jake, that Kylo is actually talking to Vader's ghost and he's trying to destroy the rest of the Sith because they flat out tell you that's what he's doing when he's talking to Vader's ghost. It's not symbolic when he says, give me some strength or show me again so that I might finish our mission. He is literally saying to Vader's ghost, hey, um, I kind of need to finish this. Show me the evil things again, because that's what Sith ghosts do. That's what happens to, with Sith spirits. They infect everything around them, and they can corrupt, and they can, they can give power to, and all this crap. And that's what's going to happen, Jake. That is all that can happen with it. And I just, I'm not upset by it, because 
it's obvious going to happen because let's because let's go with the what happened with between Han and Kylo with Senior Percy Lips. Okay, Captain Emo McGoodlips. All right, he when they meet when two beans meet on a bridge over a chasm in Star Wars, one or both will fall in. It is an undeniable fact of the Star Wars universe. You see a chasm, two people near it, one of them's going in. Oh, hold on. Before I forget, that's another thing that Sarai said. She didn't buy Kylo as Han and Leia's son. Because there, she's like, that's just shitty casting on the part yeah. of whoever. Because he cannot pass for a child between those two. I know. In any form or fashion. Egyptian. You know what? Or at the very least, Italian. I was like, he's kind of too pretty for the 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 typical Sith because like how the the dark side affects one's yeah, appearance but, and. But you kind of forget how hot Carrie Fisher was back in the day, dude. Like so, having an adorably cute kid isn't that shocking when your mom's hot, like just hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to it. All right, so, uh, two so beings they meet across the... Alright, he starts walking one way, he starts walking his, they meet in the middle, and then he goes, She's... But... Stop walking yoga, stop walking my hat. Okay, so they meet on the thing, and you saw, you noticed it too, right? The fact that Han knew it was going to happen, and afterwards, that whole... The simple fact of, you know, putting his hand up there to basically say... I forgive you. And this is also indicative of why it's a good thing Lucas isn't a part of it. Because you know what would happen if that scene happened with George Lucas directing it? Shank! Han Solo gets popped by his own kid. And, or, okay, we'll even go before that. How he's, like, saying, I I know what I must do, but I don't think I have the strength to do it or something like that. Because he knows he has to just cut off ties to his past to stop being... So he would start hating himself more so that he would not uh, bring any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, any, there'd be no doubt in Snoke's mind that Kylo is evil. Right. All right, because he would have no, no seduction as they called it to the light side. He would not be going back if every time he closed his eyes, he pictured himself killing his father. You'd be so angry with yourself. There is no, there is no way you'd have a happy thought again. All right doesn't matter how many times Peter Pan shows up, you're not going to be able to fly. There are no happy thoughts in your head after that spot. You know that's why he did it, so he can actually fully go into the uh, into the double agent role that he needs to go in to kill Snoke and try to cut off the dark side, whatever the crap him and Vader are trying to do. And the whole scene of him like putting the hand to the face, if that was Lucas, it would have been followed by, I'm sorry son, don't worry, I don't blame you, and then falling. Because George Lucas doesn't know how to show, not tell. Which is hilarious, considering how obsessed he is with visuals, that he does not know how to show, don't tell. That's true. Absolutely dumb. But I like the scene, and then Chewie. I really wish they would have done more with Chewie, as in him just running through them, instead of just like, shoot, shoot. And they, I really wish, like when they showed him shoot the stormtroopers, he pulled up, took aim, and go. I would have loved it if it was just straight from the hip. Like, he does not care who he hits or how long. He just wants to shoot as many people as fast as he can. Yeah. So it should have just been completely from the hip. That would have been the better scene for that that little bit. And then they should have shown him just chucking people. That would have been amazing. Seriously. Oh, that was such a good scene. And then the fight. 
God, the fight was so good. First with it was. Finn, where Finn has absolutely no idea what's, what he's doing, like, but he's still holding Finn his own. Up, but he, but I still think it's hilarious. Kylo freaking uses his weird little side nubs, his little his little oh, stimulant, yeah, his little stimulator <laughs> to, <laughs> to go through his arm. So what does he do? He fucking stabs him in the arm in the same place. Yo. He's like, ah, what, what? People in class houses, bitch. <laughs> I mean, Kylo Ren, didn't he lose a hand also? No, no it one? looks like he did, but no, he didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I noticed it today when I was watching it. Like, no, nah, his hand didn't The most off. interesting thing about Kylo was his actual first name. Whenever I heard them say Ben, I was like, did they just call him Ben? Yeah. You know, I looked over at Sarai, I was like, that's in the in the books. And I just found it interesting that his name was Ben, though. In the books, that was actually Luke, uh, uh, Luke's kid. Uh, oh, really? Like he, like in the book that I did read, uh, Star by Star, uh, the one where uh, right after Chewie gets killed, where all of uh, Han's kids kind of just get wrecked. One of them gets killed. One goes to the dark side, and the other has to kill them. Well, that's in a different book series, but yeah. Anyway, in it, I. Yeah, Luke has a baby, and it's Ben. Huh. Because Anakin's already taken, because that's uh, Han and Leia's first kid. But yeah, they called him Ben, which I don't get why they call him Ben. That's why I found it interesting. I was like, Leia and Han would call him Ben? Because they had no real interest, no real, they, heck, even Luke had no real freaking setup well, with Ben. And in some ways, you know, Leia knew that's who uh, R2-D2 had to get to. That was one of those recycled storyline things I real, you know, like the whole... Yeah, the droid has the... the, the yeah. The plan, yeah. It's like, help me, Obi-Wan, or help me, Ben Kenobi, you're my only hope, you know, and it's No, he said Obi-Wan. That's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Luke who interprets like, does she mean old Ben? Yeah. Old herder who lives out in the West? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some power converters! <laughs> But uh, no, that's that's one of the ones I'm like, really, you're gonna beat that, beat us over the head with that? Yeah. But uh, no, I just found it really interesting. I was like, why would they call him Ben? Yeah, I know it makes no sense. Like I could understand if they called him like Anakin or you know what was it, Jimmy Smalls or Jimmy Sims, the guy who played freaking uh, her dad in the prequels, the guy from In the Heat of the Night. Is it Jimmy Sims or something like no, that? No, it's uh, you're not far off on his name. Smits. Smits, yeah. Jimmy Smits. Yeah. <laughs> was it Bo or what was his name in that? Oh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it in the heat of the night. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I can understand naming him after, you know, them or, you know. Yeah. But it just, it was pretty, it was weird calling him Ben. Also, I was half asleep because I was so tired. And when he shouted Ben, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it actually scared me because I was out of it. I was just kind of like lost in the moment, just in the movie. I was like, Ben! It's the way he shouts it. It honestly sounds like he's trying to scold his child when he's running away. He's like, Ben! Yes, Daddy! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Daddy. Because you can't speak right with lips like that. You can't. Seriously, it saying, looks like collagen. I'm telling the you. The midi-chlorians in his bloodstream affected him and made his lips way too big. All right? Never in the history of Force users was there a midi-chlorian account so high in someone's lips. It was huge. It was big. Curious thing number two, did it not look like Luke was looking at a headstone to you also, like yeah. a tombstone? Which is why I honestly think it may be, like, they might actually talk about the fact that I'd love if they still brought in Mara Jade, because Mara Jade was an assassin that went after Luke, but of course they started boning, because he's, he's, he's Luke Skywalker! 
But no, that's why I was wondering. That's that also made me feel like that maybe that was his daughter, and that yeah, was because like, she's because well, that's why the mom never came back. She's dead. Yeah, yeah, and that that makes a lot of sense because yeah, whenever they did the pan around, I noticed that today. Like, why is there a flat rock sticking up like that? And it's that? very obvious. Like, did even you whenever it shows her walking, oh, to the end of the credits. Uh-uh. I didn't either. I don't know if there's any I don't, after credits. I don't either. But um, even whenever she's walking up and his back is to her, it's plain as day. It looks like he's looking at a tombstone. Yeah, he's just yeah. I want to see if there was any. It's it's bit. it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it really is. But again, it's obvious. But they don't say anything because it's obvious. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm most interested in. I want to see where that's all gonna go. I don't know the whole. Uh, oh no, there isn't. So we're good. Like. You know, was Kylo in the the first Jedi class that Luke was teaching? Or, or yeah, that might explain that old dude. Who was the who was which old dude? The guy the guy from uh, Judge Dredd. Oh yeah, Max von Sydow. Who was he? Yeah. Because it he it says he knew Kylo whenever it, that yeah, was. Yeah, he's he was obviously an instructor. He had to have been. He had to have been one of the Jedi's in exile. Yeah. But then what caused him to be in exile? Was it Kylo oh, no, Ren or did pre- some... from the previews. From oh. the uh, prequels. That kind of exile. And then when uh, the, the, the academy ones... that he tried making crumbled, I thought the most only... everybody probably would have thought the only ones ways. in the prequels were Obi-Wan and Yoda. No, they actually... Uh, there's a scene where they're uh, fidgeting with the... Because they actually... The, uh, the clone troopers, they had a, a beacon set up in the academy oh. to tell all... Jedi to come back so they could just murder them as they show up. So Yoda has Obi-Wan fix it to tells like all the remaining to go into exile. Oh yeah, that's right. No, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, he probably was. He probably was one of the instructors. I that's the thing. That's what you should have. You should have questions and not questions of like, why did they, they do this? Why are they doing this? Why aren't they doing this? It's who is this guy? I want to know who this is. I genuinely want to know. Well, see, that's that's why I have a feeling it's going to go more along the lines of Empire. The next one, I have a feeling that's going to be the filler. That's where it's going to fill in all of to where a they lot go more character. They go way more character and less spectacle, which I'm fine with that. I would love to. I see. would love, dude. If character done... pieces are great. Because that was that's what was great about Empire. You had Hoth, and it was bookended with the 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 fight. Cloud City fight, yeah. yeah. And then that's and then all in between was all character fluff. And I would perfectly be okay with a bunch of character stuff in the next. Yeah, one. I really would. That would be great. Cause damn, oh, it was a good movie. So if you haven't figured out in the last God, dude, we're probably like pre-edit, an hour and a half. It's an hour and forty seven minutes or forty five minutes right now. Sounds about it's right. It's pre edit. So we're going. It's going to be trimmed like down to an hour and twenty, and 20 top at least at yeah. bottoms, and that's good. Yeah. That is good because damn, we rambled and this was okay. So if you we're guys, an hour shorter than Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys take nothing else away from this, it's the fact that it was amazing. It was nice, like the feel of it. Sure, the CG kind of. That's what kind of kept me from feeling like it was too much like a Star Wars movie, like how Except you said. Except the battle. The battle CG was good. Yeah. But the standard, like when it... But um, as a movie, it was a good movie. And, and it was it, it was a better Star Wars movie. Yeah. And I was talking to people at work, it's like, okay, I used to have them ranked a certain way. Now if I have to, if I have to rank them, it's going to be Empire, Empire, Awakens, Star Wars. Oh, you mean Imp- New Hope? Yeah. Empire, Jedi, Empire, 
Awaken now. Empire, 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 empire. Because you know why? Because if I have to rank them top six, yeah, it goes even further down the list of why empire that empire is my favorite. Yeah. And there's no prequels in there because they're horrible movies. And I'm glad you've done that because I was trying to I was trying to think if I would how that would match up against the original three. Definitely not better in Empire, but that's no. just that's, that's movies in general. It's what though. People say that they like uh, Jedi more than Empire. I understand because it clicked with you. Empire clicked with me, and no matter how much everybody agrees that the first one's great, it's it's very few people's favorite because Jedi's awesome for one spectrum of people, and Empire's great for the other spectrum. And New Hope is like smack dab in the middle. Yeah, New Hope is just a really good, solid movie. That's why I'm putting yeah. uh, Force Awakens a little bit above that. It's also a good, solid movie, but all of the characters, well, the three main characters are so funner. They're just, they really are. I would well, probably go with those okay. same three. Because I'm I, sorry, I be Luke right. is an annoying main character. Because again, he's supposed to be a nothing that you put yourself into. So you be Luke Skywalker, who's running around with your pals Han Solo and Chewie. All right, yeah. you're Luke Skywalker who accidentally gets kissed by his sister, who gets like looking back the Semi-chub. weirdest boner of his life. <laughs> oh, no wonder he ran off to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> no wonder he ran into a swamp to talk to an old man. But no, I think they actually have the possibility of making Luke an interesting character. Yeah. Oh God, he looks. He's that's the up. best Mark Hamill's looked in thirty well, years. No, but see, that's the thing. Is like whenever I saw Carrie Fisher, I was like. Damn, she's looking kind of rough because I could tell that she had a lot and of makeup on. It's horrible to say that because it you know, is because dude, age... she's had such a she's had a rough ass life though. You know, like dude, she's had it rough. And it's but... bad to say that because I mean, honestly. But then I saw Mark Hamill. I was like, he hasn't aged well. But no, that's but the best he's, he's looked rough. in thirty years, Jake. He's seriously, he's always looked like that. But now the beard, yeah, the beard helps. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> no, the beard. I totally loved, totally loved it, man. But uh. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was nice to get back to something that's just a good movie going experience in a great universe and an interesting universe, you know. Just, I'm just glad they went ahead and got all the glad handing reference crap out of the way, and hopefully most of it is. Yeah, that's that's what I was hoping. Also, I'm like, well, since you're that doing also this, without Han, you do, you got one more freaking. Lip service crap you gotta not And I did with. love the whole Leia feeling the disturbance in the force. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of co- I mean, naturally, like, you kind of expect that, but you still appreciate yeah, seeing because, that scene. Because she I, knows in that moment that Han's I like dead. the fact that they don't have her be a Jedi, because, like, in the extended universe, she's a full-on Jedi. When when Luke uh, gets seduced, more little bunny foo-foos hopping all around, she actually is the one who just stops her duties... Duties and duties. And goes after him to bring him back. Lightsaber in hand, because she also, you know, Jedi. But I like the fact that, yes, she feels the Force. Yes, she has all the crap. But she is not defined by being a goddamn Jedi. She is still her. She is still the goddamn General Leia Organa. Yep. And Carrie fucking Fisher, man. Dude, love she's Carrie a hell of, an hell of an actor. I always oh. love Carrie Fisher. Don't get me wrong. It's just whenever she came on, I was like, man, they, to me, it's like they put up a lot of makeup on her to give her the skin, same skin tone as what she had 40 years ago. Because, yeah. you know, she if does. You, she looks a lot different than she did. And there's nothing wrong with how she looks now. No. I absolutely love, although she does do interviews a little too 
I honestly think she's drunk off her ass on some of them. That is a bit of a thing. That or if she's just done with it, so she yeah. like. But yeah, that is a bit of a thing. But yeah, oh, I I I don't know why I'm saying it. Like yeah, you go see the movie because I told you don't watch this if you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> you mean don't? Oh, well, that's funny. You said don't watch this. Fuck! I won't correct you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jake. Somebody still might listen to it though. You never know. Yeah, if you if you felt like listening to it just because you're, well, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, you're our mother. <laughs> and that's Hi, because mom. she heard us. She heard us she, talking about it. Yeah. No, no, no. She listens to it. Oh Yeah, shoot. she listens to the podcast. So, but yeah, such a good movie. Right it is, running about really things, so we probably should just start. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a really good movie. It is. It's so fun. Gonna go see it again, probably. <laughs> nah, I'll wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. Oh, and it was—I mean, it was a good-looking movie. Like I, there wasn't the J.J. Abrams lens flares, which galore. I was so shocked. I was expecting that. Me you too. You know, like the like most... that very first shot. As soon as the star destroyer showed up, I expected there to be a lens oh, flare. You know, the only lens flare, little bunny foo-foos. Okay, that's what I do every time I do quotation marks since they can't see it. The, yes, the dear big, viewers, you can't see the it. The big lens flare, bunny foo-foo moment. Was when the reflections in their eyes of the crossed freaking sabers. But that was, to me, I didn't even see it so much as that. I just thought that saw that as a cool effect. No, no, no. No, that's my point. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I loved also the design of Kylo. Okay, what I was hoping they did with Kylo's lightsaber was the first time you showed him use it, they showed him using it, it's just on things and for effect, okay? He never really used it to fight, which would make sense because he has those two protrusions. You can't spin and do all the weird stuff with that lightsaber. I don't care how good with the force you are, you will slice yourself. Because there's two... Like, you have to make sure... But see, those also make sense because it's like the hilt of a sword. It's like... But, but, it would serve no purpose because I would understand if it was completely like that to where for some reason it was all of light. Because here's what happens. One, you've never seen a lightsaber slide down the hilt to where you would need that. Also, if it did... It would be ineffective because it would cut through it because it's lightsaber. The hilt protrusion is lightsaber is is a hilt. I'm sorry. That's, and yeah. then there's lightsaber coming out of it. So, all right, if it was there for effect, it would fit his character because he wants to stand out, and he would just use it. And when they introduced him as showing uh, his his force abilities, stopping the blaster, I thought he was going to be using abilities. Like, say, if he got into a lightsaber fight. He would actually, you know, force deflect instead of, you know, using his sword. Yeah. Like most of the time, he'd be deflecting and like maybe, maybe thrusting and slashing. No, but most of the up. deflection be with his hand. That would make sense. And heck, one of the one of my favorite scenes in it where he's going ape shit on the torture room and those freaking two are just like, oh, those two, like, those two stormtroopers are walking by and they hear it like, oh, um, you know, yeah, <laughs> run away. Dude, that was hilarious. But the fact that I uh, he his lightsaber was built. For visual effect, he built it solely to be intimidating, which is why the the frequency is off. Because you notice his lightsaber is constantly fluctuating. I saw, I did notice that, yeah. And how even when they're showing like Luke's old one, it's solid. It's a solid state, and it would make sense because he he made so much, he put so much effort into the effect of it that it was there just for it was decorative. I would have loved it if his lightsaber was decorative. That would have made so much sense and rounded out his character so perfectly. But it's still, practically, it is a... Like, when I first saw it, I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Execution is the dumbest thing because he's still doing the lightsaber twirls. Yeah. You can't lightsaber twirl that lightsaber. Oh, it didn't work at all. 
it didn't work in execution at all. So if if he would have just kept it at his side, deflected every now and again when he had to, and used it mainly for thrust and maybe parries, but really just for trying to get thrust, thrust, parry, parry. <laughs> when he's good, when he's trying to get uh, attacks, that's what he uses. He uses his his arm for shield, or heck, it would be super super cool if there was a vibro thing in his hand to where he could deflect, just. Blocking lightsabers like that, or with his force powers, and then just freaking trying to slash a bitch. Because think about it, he's supposed to be fighting regular people. He doesn't need to deflect bullets, because he can stop them. Or, I'm sorry, blast. Yeah. They're not bullets, we've already discussed in depth how jagged I think they are. So he wouldn't need to have it on, on hand so he can like twirl it and stuff. So yeah, having it look imposing fit his character perfectly, because he's a fucking idiot who wants people to think he's better than he is. Yeah. It would have worked fine. It really would have. But they did. They could have. <laughs> Alright, we gotta wrap up. Can yeah, you think not. of anything else? No, I think that about covers it. Alright, we're gonna wrap it up. I'm not sure if this is gonna be this week's episode. Because, by the way, it's New Year's Day whenever we're recording this. Yeah, so, so I don't know if I'm gonna have this up uh, either tomorrow, maybe Sunday on my day off. Maybe Monday, I don't know. What, either Sunday or okay. Monday, probably. I don't know if it's going to be a bonus episode, because if you still want to record an actual episode Wednesday... Well, I'm off on... Uh, well, Wednesday I work 8 to 5. Or Saturday. I'm off on Saturday, so... Okay, so it's going to be this week's episode. Yeah, if you want to do it that Yeah, way, I'll just do it next. Yeah, we're going to make this next week's episode. So, uh, remember, remember, please, please, hop on uh, iTunes, rate and review it. Last Brother time Squirrel. I looked, we only still had the one. Yeah. From Royal. You can always find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Podbay iTunes, as always, iTunes. Everything with the iTunes. Uh, if you please yeah, send us your, uh, please guys, send us your submissions. If you have something you want us to discuss, heck, if you even have something a stance on things you want us to take a specific stance on things, let us know. I will, yeah. I will warp reality to make myself believe that this is the truth. If you fucking tell me to. <laughs> so I, and also, if you're going to send us submissions, send us submissions for our Russian roulette, which I had so much fun making Jake hate life. That was fun, Jake. Oh God, you were so fidgety. That so makes, yeah, if you think of suggestions, of that would be great for that. That even if it's something that you hate that you don't think that, heck, even if something we for some reason still like and it comes out it comes out email us at uh brothers quarrel at gmail send us a twitter thingy follow us uh, sorry follow us on twitter at, at abq podcast uh if you send us suggestions at the hashtag uh ab questions just be wary because you might get a response by i think he's indian i'm not sure it's been a while so, yeah there's another ask abq his name is Abqualius or something like that. I can't. So yeah, or AB questions. So it's uh, no, it's questions to a guy named A or Ab or Abe or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, half the time <laughs> I look That's for that. Funny. <laughs> oh, oh, we need to do better. <laughs> yeah, we will. Oh well. All right. So yeah, until next week or whenever. Uh, until the next time. Thank you. Next I'm already running tomorrow. out of steam because I just, I just. I had way too much Star Wars in me, so now I'm just drained. <laughs> Do the thing, Jake. We here at a Brother Squirrel podcast would like to remind everyone that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude, they don't. You're just pissed because you didn't want me to do my whole...